choose the path of perpetual torment. In his ravenous hatred, he found no peace, and with boiling blood, he scoured the umbral plains, seeking vengeance against the Dark Lords who had wronged him. And those that tasted the bite of his sword named him the Doomslayer. to the Tea and Grumpets podcast, the menage a trois of international podcasts. I am one of your hosts, Glenn. I'm the other one, Mike. And I'm the odd one out, Ryan. And we have a very special guest with us this week, Ryan, a uh, expert on our topic of the week, which is the history of doom. Um, But as always, as we always kick off, um, what have you two been up to? Well, um, not much. I've been at the beach every day, so I have no complaints. I'm getting tanner and tanner. So, you know, things are good in my life. Very, very good. Cannot complain. How about you, Ryan, man? What's going on? Uh, just working too much, trying to play as much hockey as I can on the weekends to stay in shape and not have a heart attack, um, and trying to fit in games in between, so doing my best pleasure to be here mm, pleasure to have you Glenn, uh, how are you normal <laughs> you, know, you know how it is uh, I've, I've gone back to the office which is a godsend because i can't stand being at home anymore uh which which is good um yeah that's about it the biggest event this week was my disappointment my copy of skyward saw didn't turn up but i did manage to reserve a steam deck <laughs> Oh, there's a lot nice. of stuff that. Me too. Just, I got one at the end of the day yeah. yesterday, so I reserved nice. one. Yeah. So I'm nice. excited. Steam servers crashed. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went on afterwards and it worked out, so pretty yeah. happy. Yeah, but That's yeah, awesome. I, I think I missed the first initial shipment. Oh mine's now like Q two twenty twenty two. And I was like, uh, eh, it's fine. Yeah, me I too. Can wait a year for that. Uh, yeah. Yes, the idea of a overpowered switch device. Very tempting. Oh, yeah. It is. I don't know, man. I'm going to wait for reviews. Like, uh, I mean, the Steam Link was a pile of trash, even though Glenn loved it. Um, the Steam Controller was the worst controller ever made in the history of controllers next to a Lego controller that doesn't actually plug into anything. So, I don't know. Uh, everything Steam made is so far besides their platform has really... It all comes down to a dollar. Remember, the, Glenn, you're like, Mike, buy the Steam Link. It was like a hundred bucks for the bundle and I bought it and I played it once and then I threw it at my cat. Like, everything... I got everything it when made. it was a dollar. Yeah, you're smart. It so was I'm gonna it. wait. I'm gonna wait. Probably, probably a wise move. Probably a wise move. However, I'm <laughs> yeah. impulsive and uh, went. Oh, I can play PC games on the go. Not like I go out anywhere. Um, I don't know why I need this device, but it's better than paying what four hundred dollars for the same Switch with six-year-old technology. So, you know, there you go. Anyway, 
Sit on your front stoop. <laughs> Play it. <laughs> of of totally Doom. So yeah. let's kick it off with Ooh. Doom. So first experiences of Doom. Who remembers Doom? I remember it fondly when I was. I think it came out when I was thirteen, and someone gave it to me on a floppy disk and was like, "Play this." <laughs> yeah. Like crack. Here, take this. Yeah. No this, questions. This is like pre pre internet, yeah. pre proper internet. And I was like, "What the hell is this thing?" Uh, yeah, and that was it. It was kind of like, "Oh right, yeah, this this is this is violent." Um. Yeah. So, what were your what were your guys' first experiences of Doom? Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's same, basically the same thing. I I played mm-hmm. it at a friend's house. He's like, I got this game. We both just got like computers, and it blew my mind. Like it was the first like three D game I ever saw, and from there I was hooked. Like I asked for a memory upgrade of my old four eighty six <laughs> for Christmas, so just so I could play it because I didn't have enough memory in my old garbage 486 so after that i was hooked and i've been playing it ever since it's it's insane like i you know 30 years later i'm still playing it it's just so addicting it's just a great pick up and play game it really it's perfect is. so it, it really really and it, it's you know it's the predecessor to skyrim being on everything this has been on everything <laughs> like i think i've played it on everything <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever played uh, talking the original Doom, the Jaguar version? No, actually, it's one of the few versions I haven't played. Uh, I have played the 3DO version, which is pretty decent. I had the Super Nintendo version for whatever reason. I don't know why. It was like you couldn't even see what you were doing. Um, I played a bunch of them, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've, I've I've got the Jaguar wow. version. Uh, there's no music in it, and it's <laughs> it's <laughs> it, the controls are just terrible. I mean, the Jaguar controller is bad enough, but it's it's impossible to play this thing. Um, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't rough. work at all. And some people are like, oh, well, that's one of the better versions of Doom. <laughs> like, yeah, for a blind fan, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, let's see for me I, I just remember my dad bringing it and just saying sit down and I'm like okay and then like the first level came on and I fell in love I mean I was terrible I'm, I'm still terrible at it but like I remember playing that first level about 150 times that day like I would beat the first level and I'd just go back and do it again because I wanted to experience it in the 10 different ways that I could it's just it was the first real game that I could that wasn't Pong. You know, like, I took a big leap from, like, my dad introducing, yeah, here's Pong, these are video games. And then, like, we got this computer, and he's like, no, Michael, it's always for work. Work, work, work. And then one day, like, out of nowhere, he's like, sit. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And then Doom came on. So going from Pong to Doom is a big stretch. So I was hooked pretty much from there. And that was my first experience. It was uh, bloody. Very bloody. Yeah. Go yeah on. Fun fact. No, no. Go <laughs> Sorry, ahead. I don't mean to interrupt, but a uh, fun fact about uh, about Doom being on work computers. They said that uh, I think in like '94 they said Doom was installed on more computers than Windows, <laughs> which is oh, not surprising. It's just insane. Well, wasn't it one of the first games you could wow. play multiplayer with? Yes. Yeah. See, and 
awesome. <laughs> yeah, see, that, that's that's truly bizarre. It's one of the first one of the first ones players were modding as well, and still modding today. It's insane what people are making nowadays. Yeah. Now, do you guys remember? I got a book the size of three Bibles duct taped together. That was actually how to it. make. Yeah, I do too. Uh, it, it was how to make your own Doom level. And oh, yeah. I, I mean, I read maybe 20 pages. I got it for Christmas, and I'm like, I'm never going to do this. It, it's, it, it was basic programming, I think. Ryan, did you ever get a chance to make your own Doom level back then when we were kids? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I got that book. I went to, I got it like like a Barnes & Noble as a kid. I was like, this is so cool. It's got like a big blue demon on it. Yep. And uh, I actually have it. I'm just too lazy to get up. But uh, it's... It was incredible. It came with the CD. So basically a lot of that modding software and editing software, you had to get through like uh, like message mm -hmm. boards, stuff like that at the time. And this was great because if you didn't have the internet, like I didn't have until, you know, 2000, uh, <laughs> it came on a CD. So like you had a ton of levels, all the editors and stuff. And like I learned how to do like basic map stuff. It was really complicated at the time. But what I liked to do was I changed like the weapons and the monsters. I made a uh, grimace from McDonald's into the cyber demon. So it was great. <laughs> oh that's horrifying. <laughs> Holy oh, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. And then, uh, of course you had doom Two: hell on earth the next year, uh, which, you know, is, is nuts when you think about it, a sequel coming out the year after. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's another crazy game, <laughs> but it yeah, was like it was more like an upgrade, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, um, yeah, and and had I suppose DLC before there was DLC, which it and yearly releases before there were yearly releases like Call of Duty, like you know, and the NHL games like Doom did it, like it's like Simpsons did it, you know. Oh, Simpsons did it. It's like well, Doom did it. Oh, yeah. it all. It started it all. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. Like, I mean, they. It was just a, a huge upgrade. I mean, you got an extra weapon, and you got a ton more monsters, which was cool. Uh, and I think that was like gigantic because you know you can only do so much with Doom One's like enemy roster, and then you're adding a whole bunch of extra enemies, like different tier of enemies, and then that makes the gameplay like so much different, and like. They say, like, the levels are longer or they're bigger. And I like the levels in the first one a lot better than the second one. But the second one has some, some great levels. And those new monsters definitely add to that. You know, it, it makes it feel like it felt like a sequel mm -hmm. at, at the time. So, so, Ryan, you obviously play Doom weekly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All me, the time. Give me, give me an example of your cycle. Which ones are you playing? Uh, well, I play I play two mostly, and I play. Uh, they have a bunch of different maps you can get online. So I mean, I'll usually play like a thirty-two level pack, which they call uh -huh. a megawad, because it's that's what they call the the files for Doom. They call them wads. So I'll start one up, and then I'll play like a couple levels, get through it, and then I'll save, and then maybe it takes me about a week to go through. You know, one thirty-two 
map megawad so i try to like find a bunch of them i have like a ton of them i'll go back and play old ones um it's it's a lot of fun like sometimes if i want some different variety i'll, I'll do like a different one with different weapons and stuff like they have like brutal doom brutal doom's fun it's just a bunch of crazy weapons and stuff but that's what i try to do i try to just play different levels and whatever because i've beaten like doom one and doom two about a billion times <laughs> so it's like you know it's just going through the motions if i'm playing those ones but it's amazing what people can make with these these maps it's a, it's incredible and i take it people are still making maps and levels to this day yeah the the modding community is insane um so there's this this front end they call it uh mm -hmm. called z doom and there's actually games on steam that are built entirely out of z doom um I think one of them's called like head on uh there's a there's a couple of them coming out there's a game called uh Sulaco that's coming out and it looks like this 3d incredible game and it's made all with the the z doom engine and it's which is basically just an enhanced doom engine and it's crazy how far that's come like that's just 30 years of just people putting their love yeah. into doom you know so in your opinion this is going to be a silly question, but what do you think the appeal of Doom is? Like, this game's 28 years old from release, and it's still holding the market today. And we're not talking about the remakes, we're talking about the original Doom. It's still popping up on storefronts, you know, it's on Xbox Game Pass, it's on Nintendo Switch. It's everywhere, people are still selling this idea, still raking the cash in for it. What do you think the core appeal of it is? You know, because there's other first-person shooters out there, but what do you think it is about this this game in particular? Well, I think for me, at least, uh, I think it's just the simplicity. Like, the simplicity of just pick up weapons, shoot monsters. Monsters try to kill you, you try to kill them. Get to the end of the level. Like, that's really... You can't get a simpler plan than that. It's like mm -hmm. Mario. Like, if you think about it, like, they make a Mario maker. Like, what's great about Mario games? Jumping, jumping on stuff, beating map. You know, like, that's what Doom is, basically. And it's just this formula that works it's just simplicity and it's quick it's fast it's exciting it could be scary it could be you know silly it just it's i don't know it's just for me it's perfection it's like the perfect game now do you th do you think do you think it's this like nostalgia tidying from childhood like if you approached it your first time say now do you think it'd have the same hook or do you think it's been because it's been a presence in your life all this time it's almost like a like a religion that's that's tough that's a tough question because a lot of my gaming opinions are based on growing up with doom and growing up with that like that was my first experience of a first person shooter so would i even like first person shooters now if if i never played it i don't know so i mean a lot of, i mean i think if somebody just introduced it to me now if i had other games as first person yep. shooters experience i probably would I probably would enjoy it a lot. I mean, just from a, an aesthetic point of view, probably I would have really liked it because I love the I love the design of everything in the game because it stands out. You know, it's something different. It's not like, you know, Call of Duty. You know, everything's brown. I mean, everything is brown in Doom, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, <laughs> that kind of mentality. I probably I probably wouldn't really care i'd probably like it because of the speed and the simplicity yeah how about you mike well for me it's just violence 
you know, pure unadulterated violence. Like as a kid, that's what I look for. I mean, I compare it to Mortal Kombat. It did something extremely well. And it, it stuck to that for 30 years and you just hurt people. So now this is a different form of it with monsters, you know? And I, for me, it was always, <clears throat> always about the weapons. Um, you know, they had some of the most incredible weapons in the first game, let alone now, you know? So uh, I think the progression of the levels, but mostly the weapons is what kept me hooked. Um, but pure violence. I mean, as a kid, there was nothing more fun than just going down and shooting the you-know-what out of everyone and everything. Um, and still, it holds to this day. I mean, it's changed so much and stayed the same so much. But um, as a kid, it, it was just come home from school, do. You know, do the chores, do. And it, everything was do. So it's... Uh, I think the violence was the main thing because... Like I said, going from Pong to Doom, there is a lot in between. So, yeah. And I suppose you could say the soundtrack helped as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could say. Yeah, I grew up to like, I grew up with metal and grunge, and they basically put it in the game. Like, Bobby Prince, amazing composer. He, he does a lot of his great music. He made a lot of great music for several games. He basically, they, they were just told him, hey, this is the music we like. Put it in the game. And he took bits and pieces of different songs and stuff like that and put them into the game. And it's awesome. What are you, Mike? Yeah. What do you think? Soundtrack appealing to you or a music man? Yeah, no, for sure. It was. I mean, I, listen, I haven't played original Doom in a long time, but I do remember just... It amplified what I was doing on the screen, you know. It, it just made me angrier. It made me want to kill more demons. It was just like, okay, like go, 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 murder, kill, violence everywhere. So, yeah, the fuel and, for uh, violence is metal. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it is, you know. And I think that probably, looking back now, had a very profound impact on the way that I listen to music. You know, that game alone, because I've learn to love metal more than most other genres and Ryan had a big impact on that as well um, but Somehow. I think Doom, <laughs> Doom yeah I mean Doom definitely set the tone with that music You like let's say you turned on your computer screen okay and the Doom music came on and nothing else like no Doom you'd know exactly what it is and for me like talk about people getting triggered I'd be like time to kill so, it's, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And how about you, Glenn? What about the music? <laughs> it definitely didn't activate my time to kill, but uh, yeah, I'd like to say it, it does ramp up the aggression. I think I think it does a very, very good job of making you aggressive. And like you say, uh, you do just want to kill everything, absolutely everything in that yeah. game. And uh, it is it is the simplicity of it is in just killing the thing that moves. <laughs> Yeah. Kill them before yeah. they kill you. Yeah, basically. it really is. And of course, after Doom 2, you had Final Doom, which wasn't the Final Doom. Um, now, Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong about this. Was this made by fans? Yeah, kind of. Um, so it was two groups. They, uh, I forgot the name of them TNT exactly. One of them? But 
Yes, Team TNT, and then I think Plutonia was made by uh, two fans, and both of them are great. I I love Plutonia better than than TNT. TNT's all right; it gets boring like halfway through, but it's still good. I actually just bought it on eBay recently. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy maps. Like Plutonia is like ridiculously hard. Uh, like I know the first map they put uh, if you're playing on ultra violence, which should be the standard. Uh, <laughs> They uh they put two arch files in the first level, and it's like, it's like that's not fair. And then you just get shot to pieces. So it's like you gotta like go like right away. And the whole entire pack is just it's it's like made for like expert Doom players, which you know I still have trouble playing it. The regular level sometimes on hard, but yeah, I mean, that's just I guess it was something to um, you know, kill the time before mm-hmm. Quake came out. And it was great. It was a great collection of levels. Uh, both of them are. They're both awesome and fun to play. Mike, you ever touch Final Doom? Maybe, man. I don't know. Everything bleeds into each other. but It's all the same. I, I played one and put two, and then I, I lost track. Because at that point, I felt like there were so many things coming out like Doom. You know? Like, it, it was just... It, it, the market became consumed by it, you know, like Ryan said, Quake came out, and then once that did, I was hooked on that, you know, yep. it's so, no, I don't remember Final Doom, I have no clue. Okay. And there were so many map packs coming out, it was ridiculous, yeah. like they had, uh, they had the master levels for Doom, which was for Doom 1 and Doom 2, and they were yeah. just some, like, random levels, like, they were really, really strange, and, like, you can go, you, you were able to go, like, into, a, you know, a computer store, and they would just have like discs of games. I used to go to a flea market, and this guy used to literally copy all the all the levels and put them on floppy disks. Which I don't know the legality about that. And he would sell them for like two, three dollars. I'd buy like five or six at the time. You know, going to the flea market and just go home and play them and see how if they were good or bad. You, you never knew. You just went by the the label that was on the uh, the discs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that, that that's fantastic. That's some DLC right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> DLC before is DLC. Some yeah. guy's kiosk yeah. in the mall. Oh, that, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, and then after that, we had Doom 64. Now, Mike's not expecting his hands up. Yeah. So, uh, which some people say is the most underrated Doom game ever made. And I would completely yeah. agree. Completely I like Completely agree. I mean, I wouldn't play it on an N64 ever again, I'll tell you that. But Is that because yeah, of that stupid trial? It's control? incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. It, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, that, that controller, oh my god. <laughs> it was so bad. Do you know, I, to prove a point uh, about how bad that controller is, because my girlfriend's a massive N64 fan, and I just trashed that console. And I'm a big Nintendo fan, but I'm like, that console's a piece of crap. Um... I actually showed her the other day it's easier to play Goldeneye with a steering wheel and pedals than the Trident controller. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we did it. Like, we just adapted when we were younger. Like, I tried to play Goldeneye. Oh, you, you can't. The controller is just, it's garbage. Absolutely. I thought garbage. there was nothing wrong with it at the time. I mean, I'm like, okay, this is new, and then you get used to it, and... I still, I don't know, I enjoyed it. It was a moment in time that will never be repeated uh, because obviously it was so hated, but 
as a kid, I didn't care. I played so many games on my N64. So many that I got me used too, to. Me too, me too. It's like, it was fine. Was it good retrospectively? No, it's, it's, it's a boomerang. Like, no, it, it shouldn't have been made. But I don't think the N64 would have been the same if it just had a standard controller. Like, I don't know. I liked the controller back then. Now, uh... Probably, See, I'll give him... Yeah, I loved... I loved <laughs> Doom 64... <laughs> Doom 64. Was I love it. So I've given you an opportunity here to trash Nintendo. I mean, you're not taking it. Yeah, I know, Mike. Nope. You could just walk right okay. into it. Well, listen to me. N64 was the best thing that Nintendo wow. ever did. And it was still terrible. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, okay. okay. There you go. I, I enjoyed that. the N64. It was great. And it was still considered the worst thing ever created in Nintendo. So, Nintendo still sucks. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> That's true. And it was probably just for the wrestling games, too. Uh, yeah. They, they were the best. Hands down. <laughs> but sorry, Glenn. Uh, <laughs> fine. It's trash. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and then, then we had... And I can, I can distinctly remember this. Uh, we had a big gap of seven years. And then Doom 3 came out which you know from opinions on the internet was split whether it was decent or not um and weirdly and i, I can vaguely remember this steve jobs debuted this at an apple showcase um and i, I can vaguely remember seeing this and being like why is he doing that um yeah <laughs> oh, <idea. laughs> apparently yeah he showed it off at the 2001 uh, apple conference and it's like, oh yeah this is doom 3 uh, yeah, he showed off an early build of it, um, which seems bizarre why Steve Jobs would be doing that. I suppose this is when Apple were trying to promote gaming. Um, yeah. So, Ryan, you'll probably know more about this. Um, it was a reboot. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be, I guess, a retelling of the first game, which makes sense. It does. And then it was basically, I mean... I used to call it a glorified tech demo because it was, I think it was the first game under the yeah. Intech engine, and uh, it took like a billion years for them to, to make it. And John Carmack, the you know the legendary programmer that he is, like helped build this engine and or actually no, it's the Intech four engine. My bad. But yeah, it's this incredible game it's it's actually pretty cool i mean it's more of like a uh like horror game and it's a lot more creepy it's got more ambient lighting and stuff and they really get that the horror element that they were trying to go for i think in the in the first games um i like it i think it's pretty good i played through it a few times uh i i liked it it's just a different experience like especially at the time i i loved it uh it's just i don't know holds up today i think except for the shotgun everyone hates the shotgun <laughs> yeah i mean graphically it's still not wow today um yeah it's, it still impresses me when you actually look at it you can, you can see the care that's gone into it and 3d games they don't normally age well but i do think this is one that has uh has aged very well uh what were your thoughts about the old flashlight you have to swap it out the gun to the flashlight thing do you think that added to the suspense oh yeah definitely i mean i played it with both the the flashlight mod and without it and i think the flashlight mod 
keeps it more tense, especially like when you're in certain areas where it's just like pitch black and it's like, all right, I have the flashlight out. There's a monster there. You put it away. You go to shoot and they're like, oh, the monster's gone. Where'd he go? So I, I, I like that aspect of it. I think it, it makes it a little mm-hmm. more terrifying and it's a little more realistic. It's like, all right, well, I mean, I guess you can't use two hands, hold a gun and a flashlight at the same time, but yeah, I, I liked it with the holding the flashlight. I think it was scarier. Okay. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I remember getting it and I waited forever. I think that was one of the most anticipated dooms for me as a kid. Um, well, at that point, a teenager, I guess, but it's the cover alone was awesome. Just it, it looked great, and then the graphical upgrade from the previous one was so significant that it was like, Whoa, when I turned on the first level, it was it, it's like, Wow, this is what the first one should have been in terms of graphics. But then I think back to the first one, and it was incredible then, so it's all time sensitive. But I love that one because, like Ryan said, it was horror. It was. It terrified me when I was playing it. I'm like, "What's around the corner? Do I need the tw- flashlight?" It, it, it was horrifying, which um, added a new depth to Doom for me because at first it was just that switch of murder, murder. But now it's like, you can't just walk around senselessly and kill everything. Now it's like there's a little bit more strategy, dare I say, like, uh, or you know, it made me think twice about turning the corner and, you know. It gave a sense of dread, but I really enjoyed Doom Three. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I played it. I played. Um, I was working at the time. A guy gave me an early build of it. I don't know where he got it from, but he gave me this build That's like cool. six months before it was due to come out, and I was really confused how he got it. Um, it, it looked like a complete build when I was playing it. Um, but yeah, no. Funny enough, I've started playing it again on the Switch. Uh, which is bizarre because it, it uh, for some reason I thought the switch wouldn't run it. <laughs> I'm not sure why. <laughs> when it does, it runs it very well. But you're so used to the switch dropping frames, like uh, you know they're going out of fashion. Uh, but oh, yeah. no, it, it plays it really mm-hmm. smooth. Um, now, one thing we should definitely talk about, and I don't know too much about this subject, but is uh, the soundtrack for it. The Doom Three, because wasn't it originally Trent Reznor was meant to do this, oh. and then yeah, I think so because the sheer amount of work it actually took to do a game soundtrack and special effects. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, and he, I think at the time he didn't have like the schedule to do it. I mean, because he he had he was very successful with the uh, the Quake soundtrack, which is like a great ambient soundtrack and uh it's like the uh, the doom 64 soundtrack was the same was a similar kind of vibe that they did which is which is just ambient creepy and i think that's what they were trying to go for in this i don't remember exactly who did the soundtrack for doom 3 but uh the main song is amazing it's what tweaker which is a band uh okay with the former drummer of nine inch nails uh chris brenna and a couple other, but you're right. Trent Reznor, he was contacted to do it, and the only stuff he got was used in a really early alpha of the game. So, um, but this band Tweaker, it did it, and it's all basically ambient and like there's a couple of things in there. But yeah, that's who ended up doing it, from what I can find. <laughs> that's crazy. Interesting. <laughs> they up, so they basically went for the lead singer and Nine Inch Nails, and ended up with a drummer. Yes, and you, you can the tell because awesome. 
yeah, the the names of the songs on on them are just ridiculous. Uh, here are a few of them: background setup, haunted admin office, CPU, cyber demon, uh, Mars City Underground, <laughs> cyber death, Betruger head, scape one, turkey wounded, and yeah. So those are the names of the songs. Oh, guilt. We can't we can't forget guilt. But. Guilt. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. So, yeah, we, oh. we had this, and then, of course, you had Doom BFG come out in uh, 2012, Doom 3 BFG edition. Um, I take it you played that, Ryan? Yeah, uh, I feel like they nerfed some of the weapons on it, but it's it's still a great experience. Um, a lot of people prefer the original, I guess, to it. I, I haven't played a lot of the BFG edition. I played a lot of the original, so I don't really know too much of the differences. But besides the flashlight stuff and and the uh, they kind of they made the shotgun worse somehow, and that's like one of those big <laughs> like Twitter debates. It's like oh, Doom Three shotguns garbage, man. Like I don't know. I like it. I think it's good. I like all the weapons in the games. But yeah, it's pretty good. Um, the, the expansion. The resurrection of evil is really good too. They add more creepy levels, some more enemies. A lot of fun. And then, obviously, after that, we had uh, was it uh, Bethesda's? Well, basically, Bethesda's acquisition of um, ID or ID. Um, and then we had the, the the new Doom, the 2016 version of Doom. Uh, which I, I did actually do some extensive reading about. Um, they scrapped a whole version of Doom <laughs> because it was, in yep. their words, cinematic and boring. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be like a uh, like called like a Call of Duty, but with demons or something like that. And then the Call guys were like, "Yeah, this isn't this isn't Doom. We don't think this is gonna work." And they scrapped the whole thing and they started from the beginning and made. Doom 2016, which is phenomenal. That, that this should have been called Call of Demons. <laughs> <laughs> Call of Demons. <laughs> now, have you ever seen any footage of this Lost Doom, or like anything out there at all? A little bit. I wish I would love to play like a build of it, just to to see what it's like, to see you know, because it's probably like all the other games that came out around that time, you know, like the big cinematic scene, and it's like get to the checkpoint. Yeah beat the cyber demon you know <laughs> yeah uh yeah uh, 2016 um i actually played this on mike's recommendation because our new dooms out and i was kind of been done with doom for years and do you know what um the first level in this i don't think i felt like being punched in the face by a game fr from this uh you just wake up on the table and you're just like, what the hell is going on? And of course, you've got the, the old the the old Doom guy suit uh, going on, and they did a very very clever job of connecting the original Doom with this Doom. Um, so, what what was your take on it? Uh, the new Doom. Do you think it's faithful? Do you think it's a new generation of Doom, or do you think they hit just the right levels of nostalgia by adding something new? Ah, oh, man, I. I definitely think it's great it's a great like retelling of the story but it's also uh just a new generation of of doom it's i think they perfectly took doom for what it was and they're like how can we make it for now and 
they did it perfectly, I think. They just, it's brutality at its core. It just makes you want to destroy stuff. And the soundtrack's amazing. You know, Mick Gordon, he's so good at it. Like, yeah. at making the music. It's it's incredible. And just this heavy, just beat you in the face music. And it, it just gets you right in it. And, like, that first level is perfect. It just throws you right into it. There's story there, but, you know, you don't have to care about it if you don't want to. Just go and kill demons. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it. I'm jumping in. And this is where I'm going to lose friends and followers. It's the best Doom. Okay? It's the best Doom, hands down. And here's where I lose everyone. It's better than the first. Better than the second. Better than all of them combined into one. It and is the best can, Doom. Uh, you can, okay? <laughs> Granted. You can follow Mike on Twitter at Mike the Basis, <laughs> and take, then unfollow him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I mean, I get it. Otherwise, I may unfollow you, Mike. That's fine. It's fine. It is the best game. It has the best soundtrack. It restarted the whole thing. It re- it made me care again about Doom. Because at a certain point, that it was just, you know, too many. This was brutal, horrifying, um, and it brought me back to being a kid. Any game that can bring the nostalgia back. Okay? Like, first Doom, hear the music, mental click, murder. This game... Hear the music, mental click, murder. Mick Gordon was a genius. He created some of the best soundtracks in the franchise, period. Um, And I played that game beginning to end, and I think I didn't sleep. I I just kept going. So for me, yeah, it was the best one. There's just no comparison. There's none. Um, But again, that's from someone that hasn't played every single one, you know. Um, But to a newcomer or... A person that plays a lot of games, it hit, it made me feel like we're back in the first one. So that's my hot take. Unfollow yeah. me at. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like to see it's like two eras of Doom. Like that's yeah. that's the way I like to think of it. Like I think after, I think after Doom Three, like Doom Three was like its first attempt to kind of push into like modern gaming and stuff like that, and it did a serviceable job, but it wasn't like. It's not like what Doom 2016 did. It's just pretty much was like, yeah, we're back. Doom's back, and I I love I love it. It's it's an amazing game. It's it's one of those games I should play more. Like I should just go back in and just start it again and play it, which I may do today. <laughs> like, but I I loved it. I think it was absolutely fantastic. Like, you can't ask for anything more than just heavy riffs, just ripping demons apart. And awesome guns, like top to bottom, it's a solid game. Yeah, I played it, and then I said, "Glenn, you have to get it." It's like, no, it's a, I don't. And then, Glenn, you got it. Uh, I, you I thought it was, yeah, was uh, right? you recommended it. You recommended it based on the soundtrack alone. You need to play this just for the yeah. soundtrack. Uh, I think you told me it was a game of pure hate. I think that's how you described it. No, that is, well, Accurate. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It. it was um, it was definitely a oh wow they still make games like this, um, yeah like you say very very, I mean there is the storyline there but you you blink and miss it. Uh, so yeah, they, it was absolutely incredible, um, and definitely left and again it's that's being ported to everything and I mean it's on it's on Game Pass runs very well on Game Pass. Um, you can run it down from the cloud. You can play it on anything. Anything that has a browser these days, you can play Doom 2016 on. 
Um, so yeah, so we're going to talk talk about the law for this. How much law do you think they added with the 2016 reboot, or do you think it's just a direct continuation, or it doesn't really matter? How much law is there to the Doom universe? <laughs> I mean, when they made... Well, John Carmack said, I think when they made the game, he was like, uh, you know, video games should be like a porno where just care about the action don't worry about the the story <laughs> like fantastic. there's some lore in like doom the original dooms yeah i know it's just so weird that he said that but uh yeah it, there's a lot of story in it um i think they're supposed to make it seem like it was a continuation after like doom 64 or something they, they try to incorporate i guess like all these different all the different games into it uh and i think doom eternal kind of elaborates a little more but I, I mean, when I first, the first Doom I played through, uh, when I played 2016, I just, you know, breezed through it. I was like, ah, I'll read all the stuff later. You know, I just mm-hmm. want to shoot demons. So I think the second one, they, they force you a little more to pay attention to the story. But I like it. It's like, it's a perfect reboot of the franchise. Yeah, I, I think, I think it, I think it is. Um, like you say, it's, it's not, it's not going to weigh you down where you have to play the old ones. It just launches you straight in. This is our game, bang, in your face. Um, now, going on to Doom Eternal, Mike described this as a platformer when he first played it. <laughs> how, how, what do you feel about that, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I got used to a lot of the platforming stuff. Like, I thought it was cool. I mean, it felt more like a, like a Quake game. Like, if they rebooted a Quake game, that's, that's what it would feel like. I mean, I like I like Doom Eternal. It was it was definitely a lot harder. It made you think a little more, which which was cool. I think the first one, in my opinion, was a little better because I I like the like they they kept it simple. You could do things your way instead of it doing it the game's way. So yeah, it's the platforming was a little annoying though. Is it is this the yeah. last one that came out? Yeah, Peace I know Mike. Mike hates it. Mike hates it. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, like I, it, I'm getting physically angry here. It is the. It, it shouldn't belong. It shouldn't exist. It shouldn't exist. Okay, let's start there. Yes, platforming. They shove the lore down your throat. Okay, um, the way I described it was a marathon of hatred, and that's coming. From me, and like the game forced you to just be angry. I remember playing that. I said, "No, I'm going to beat this. No, I'm going to beat this." You know, I beat 2016. I really enjoyed 2016. Maybe there's something in here that will make me care. And 30 hours or what, 20 hours, however long it took, I hated every minute of that game. There were moments where I almost put my hand through the screen because, like, the spawn points literally spawned me in a fountain with no ammo. <laughs> Like, and there were 10,000 demons. It is an atrocity. But you had to cut Atroc- demons in half with a chainsaw, though, to get ammo. I know that. <laughs> I know that. But when they spawn you next to a cyber demon, and that's... I still remember the level. I will never forget the level. It's like two before the, the, the last one. And you're just, yeah, like, fighting up and down tough. elevators. It, it was the worst, okay? Yeah, that's the toughest stretch of the game. I have never been so angry playing a game in my life. And, like, I'll be honest with you, 
when the credits roll, like I always stay and watch the credits and like clap like the loser I am. I stuck out two middle fingers and held it for 15 minutes and cursed everyone that made that game because I hated it so much. Um, I, it's, it, they're, they're forcing you to be tactical in Doom. Like, uh, no. Just just no. Uh, it's like, well, in order to get ammo, you have to remember to do this. But if you want to like be Jesus, you have to remember to do that. It's like, shut up. Let me shoot. Let me murder. I don't want to have to think in the thick of it. Too much strategy. Too much... Tra- you're, you're dressing up doom. Uh, I hated it. If I haven't made that abundantly clear. <laughs> I don't know. I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate oh, I hate the stuff they tried to do. <laughs> I know, I do. Because it's like, I like that they, they tried to keep you on your toes. And, and I like that kind of feeling. I mean, is it... Is it perfect? Nah, I mean, it, it was a big jump from Doom 2016 to this game, but it's, you know, this, all right, I have to know exactly where my bindings are for my guns and know to switch back and forth because I have to fight a guy a certain way. Like, I'm not crazy about that. I kind of like just, you know, pounding through stuff and kind of just, you know, it felt like a it felt like a Dark Souls of a shooter a little bit, you know, mm. where you, you can't, you have to do it. Like I said, you have to do it their way, or you're not going to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Mike loves Dark Souls. You play it, Blind? Uh, I play. I, oh, you I do. You're a massive Souls, Souls fan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my my favorite thing is, and I'm sure they'd be pleased, is to get such a reaction from someone about a game. I think they'd be over the moon about it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's like art, you know? Like, it, is it art? Well, did it invoke a reaction? Yes, th- that was the strongest reaction I've had to a game since Bloodborne. In Bloodborne, I played the first level and threw the disc out the window. So <laughs> I, um, I had it digitally, so I couldn't throw out my PlayStation. Yeah, so <laughs> did I. And by disc, I mean my PlayStation. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was so angry. Glenn, did you like that? Like, was that enjoyable to you? What, Souls games? No, shut up. I'm talking about the uh, Doom Eternal. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But then, uh, then I, but I, oh, I, I like games that beat me up. <laughs> I really do. Like uh, Returnal, I, I'm still chipping away at that. And every part of me says, stop playing this. Uh, but I'll keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Because, um, you know, <laughs> I paid for it. I, I want to be able to beat it. Oh, if only we didn't have to pay yeah, for games. There was right? a service that uh, you know, delivered AAA games on day and date release that you just paid one monthly fee for. <laughs> no, yeah, I, exactly. I prefer paying full price for them. Thank you. No, yeah, game ass can go away. I'm never on my. I'm not on my consoles that much. I'm on my PC all the time, so it's like, oh, it's on sale. Let me grab it, and then I don't play it for like a year. And then I forget I have it and install it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's worse when you go to buy something and it says already in your library. It's like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, so what do, you, what do you think they're going to do next with Doom? I mean, what more could you do with it? I mean, I guess you make another one, but I don't know. I don't know how good it's going to be, to be honest with you. I mean, I think you hit the highs with Doom Eternal, unless you dumb it down a little bit. I mean, it's what it should be. It should be dumbed down a little bit. Like, Doom should literally just be a pick up and play game i mean but that's that's me talking because mm-hmm. i love the old ones because 
the old Doom is a pick up and play game. Like I have to get like physically amped up to play Doom Eternal, to yeah. tolerate it and have patience and stuff. Yeah, I think for the next game it should be normal. Like you're just <laughs> walk, walking down the street, <laughs> and like there are people everywhere, and then like a demon breaks out of a person. Like think of Ghostbusters. But with, it would be amazing. Like, it's like your first objective is like go to the sandwich shop. And you're just like walking. It's like get a sandwich. And get the guy turns sandwich. into a cyber, cyber demon and someone oh, throws you a shotgun. demon. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. How much more visceral can it get? They already lost Mick Gordon. So I... I, I I mean, Andrew uh, Holschultz doing an amazing job with the soundtrack. And yeah. He's, one of, he's probably one of the best composers right now. Uh, yes. Out there making making soundtracks, so at least they were able to replace them with somebody who's like equally as amazing. Yeah, no, I haven't played sure. the expansions though, so I don't know. No, uh, I just hope that they go. Uh, I'm with Ryan on this one. Go back to somewhat normal. Like, just let me shoot. I don't want to learn your system. Like, in that respect, the uh, the original Doom was perfect because it's like, here's a gun, shoot it, done. Okay, cool. Like, That's I'm why cool. I play a lot of those boomer shooters, or they, yeah. they call them, like those, like Dusk and That's Medieval, a, a bunch mm-hmm. of a bunch of them. Like there's these companies that are just making these games that are like, they're like retro shooters of the late '90s, early 2000s, and it's the same formula, but it's like, I guess newer, old technology, and they all grew up like loving games like that as I did, so they just know how to make these games like perfect and. That's like I'll just stick to those games for now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Dusk is great. Great soundtrack. It's it's great soundtrack. What about if they did something like, um, let's say, a four-player co-op version of like, you know, Left for Dead, but set in the Doom world? That would be fantastic. Yeah. I think that would be solid. Yeah, like just the same exact formula of of what Left 4 Dead does, but with the speed of maybe Doom 2016 and, mm. like, you know, ammo management and, you know, I think that would be yeah. pretty cool. I think the speed of it plays a big factor, too. Uh, because there's nothing like in Doom just holding W and just going. Just just going forward and mowing down everything. Like, I, I found in the 2016 and the 2019, there wasn't time to stop. I don't think I remember in any Doom game except for the one with the flashlight that you actually stop. It's just a continuation. Like, you are running the entire time. At least that's what my memory tells me. So, I think speed in Doom games is like probably one of its, one of its biggest advantages over other ones. You know, other games, the first person, oh, stop here, do this. No, it's just like run, shoot, kill, done. That's what I love so much about Doom. Pacing's <laughs> important. In those yeah, frenetic. Games. You know, like any any of those games, pacing is important. Like Doom twenty sixteen was like, go to this arena, take out these guys, take a breath, go to yeah. the next arena. And I think Doom twenty six, Doom uh, Doom Eternal just tried to be like, it's the whole time. Like you don't get breaks, you know, or there there's a cutscene. Like pacing's so important in yes. shooters like that because you want to be able to like, all right, where am I now? Let me let me try to figure out this puzzle or let me try to figure out this platform section and I, I think 2016 did it like perfectly Doom Eternal there were times where I'm like where am I going you know like what am I going to jump doing? over here 
it's just too too much stuff going on. So uh, with that, let, let's talk about how Doom has spun off into other areas of the media. Um, <laughs> who's seen the Doom film? Oh, yeah. I, I spent I spent fifteen bucks going to see that in theaters, and I'm never going to see that money again. <laughs> I'm very sad about it. <laughs> Yet I, I I will still get it on DVD if I could find it. I may buy it on DVD. Mike, you ever watched it? I, I just remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, I blocked it out of my memory, but I just remember the promos and like it was just like the the chainsaw and it was like whoa or you know the BFG it was like okay and then I saw it I'm like okay yeah, why why do you exist now it's like I don't know it, it's it, it's not a franchise to me that you can really spawn off a lot of things you're not going to have a doom guy plushie or maybe you are or a cyber demon plushie like sure you give it to your little four year old and you're like dad what's that oh that's a cyber demon and like you scar the kid for life or you like spawn an interest in doom but I just think they're all bad ideas the movie was a pile of hot garbage Glenn let me guess cinephile Glenn loves it thinks it's a glorious masterpiece the remake should it's be deep, bro. It's deep. To crap. yeah Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, I, I thought it was awful. <laughs> it, it's just no, one okay, of those things you. where you can see they're trying to stretch a story over something where there really isn't a story. It's <laughs> a stretch. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. It was like, what? What do you? I mean, there is some story in Doom, but it's supposed to be about like one guy doing fighting all these hordes of demons. Like, you can't make a movie of some guy just not saying anything, fighting demons. I mean, it would be. I would watch it. But yeah. it's you need to have other actors. Like you know, what are you gonna do when you have a contract and you have The Rock? Like you have to put him in a movie. <laughs> you know, I just watched one of the worst, or possibly the best horror films of all time called Fried Barry, and Fried Barry is about a heroin addict who gets possessed by an alien, and uh, they hired him because he looks so distinct. If you ever see him, he, he looks incredible. The problem is he doesn't speak like any languages he's just a mute so the whole movie he doesn't speak and you know what it worked so if fried barry in like an argentinian like horror film or wherever it's from can pull it off they could have done it for doom but they tried to uh, <laughs> make it hollywood-esque and no it just didn't work it didn't work i mean but i'd watch that film ryan why don't we just make i it? would watch it i you would know? watch it yeah i know just go just get some cameras, go in yeah. some darkly lit places, and then just... Cyber demon shoot. plushie. Cyber demon plushie, bing, yeah, bing. the whole time. <laughs> that was that was another thing. Like, that came out right after Doom 3, and I think they were trying to make it a lot like Doom 3. Or they didn't... I mean, they didn't really know the source material, and, you know, it's video game movies. What do you expect? Like, there's really no good video game movies. True. On that one, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, grab at one. Really. Like there must be one, but no, I don't think there is. No, <laughs> no. they're yeah. all trash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all pretty bad. Even the new Mortal Kombat, <laughs> that's terrible. Was uh, it bad? I didn't see it. I didn't I'd see watch it. it. it I'd watch it for the fatalities. <laughs> that's the only reason yeah, I watched it. Watch it. I'm not. I'm not watching it about. Scorpion taking his kids to like daycare or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair, actually, the guy who plays Scorpion's excellent in it. Uh, 
Who oh, cares? He can't see his no, face. No, no. He's an amazing actor. I know who he, I've seen him before. Oh. I, I always forget it. He's in a bunch of yeah. Cool he's Japanese in um, Army of the Dead. He's the guy who hires them. Yeah, that, that's that the guy who plays film. Scorpion. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, nice. actually, I'll take that back. The Sub Zero Scorpion plot part of it's pretty good, uh, but the actual reason for why they're oh. fighting is just bonkers. Glenn, if if I repeated that to anyone on Earth, they would think that you have brain damage. Oh, the Scorpion and Sub Zero plot is just <laughs> riveting. Like, are you kidding me? I would rather get scalped and surgery with no anesthesia. But sorry, I'm just being a hater. I'm sure that the subplot was <laughs> ecstatic and beautiful. Oh, you'd love, Mike. You'd love to get all these horrible things done rather than just watch a film. I, oh, crazy. see, here's the thing, and this could be another like two and a half hour thing. I don't watch films. I, I, I don't. Me neither. I don't. I don't, I don't watch I don't a lot s- of stuff. No, like I'm starting to now because my girl's like, you know, we'll sit and watch a movie, but like, it, it's an hour and a half minimum of your life. <laughs> Like, and nowadays, everything's two hours. How long was Army of the Dead? Two hours and 15 yeah. minutes, Glenn? Ugh. It was I'd endless. rather play a game. Yeah, I'd rather be engaged physically, I guess. But anyway, I could rant on that for a whole podcast. So. <laughs> they made another movie, too, by the way. They made a, uh, another Doom movie. Bring it a full on. circle. Uh, Doom Annihilation, and it was like a straight-to-DVD <laughs> oh, release. Oh, the sign of quality. And Ooh. that one's supposedly worse. <laughs> It was even worse. Oh, I need to find this now. I know. I I have to watch it and like oh you know God. watch it like riff riff track style. Yes. Just like butcher it to it's, pieces. Dude, that's 2019. It just came out. Yeah, it came out uh, a couple years ago. I know like, no one on this cast. Literally, second no sign one. of quality. Oh my God. <laughs> it, it, they tried it to make a... it like Aliens. They tried to make it like the original Aliens movie, with like oh more God. combat, I guess. You know, like, oh, these guys are all in space. They work together. Demons. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Rotten Tomatoes, the film, has an approval rating of 43%. <laughs> it, it's bad. It's really bad. I definitely Forbes suggest you guys, you guys got to watch the uh, the trailers. It's so bad. Well, Forbes calls it good, trashy fun, so that means I'd probably like it. IGN yeah, gave I'm, it a three I'm going to take 10. movie advice, movie review advice from Forbes, okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> They probably invested in it, so they oh, want you no, to go I'm watch sure. it. Oh my god, I need to watch this tonight. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. Holy moly. Oh. And there's actually there's actually some Doom novels out there as well. <laughs> yeah, I want to get some and read some. Uh, They're really they short, they just say shoot, done. <laughs> It's basically like they try to make like the the character like badass, you know. Well, I read the Halo novels, and it was the same thing. And they're introducing backstories and everything. And it is thrilling if you care about the franchise. Like, you know, it's just how far are you willing to suspend your disbelief, you know? Uh, but I'm sure they're fun. I would have read them as a kid. I don't know how they yeah. are now. The same thing with like the comic books. It's like oh, rip and tear, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> the guy shooting yeah. the demons and. Like it's must. just basically, oh, I play Doom. That's how I play Doom. It's just how the comic book's going. Yeah, but it must be fun as an artist. Like, I can only imagine the amount of fun and the amount of imagination it takes to make a Doom game. Like, the color palette they use, the like, the blood, the, the everything. It just must be 
shifting your entire reality to this world that's been created like that must be so much fun a good book to read actually uh Mm. masters of doom and it talks about like you know id software's early beginnings and about the whole development of of doom and how they got there and like the origins of some of the guys like you know john romero john carmack and to less extent like sandy peterson and stuff like that a bunch of the guys who made the original doom and it's it's incredible it's a cool read like they were literally like rock stars you know in the gaming yeah. scene which is crazy to me like that's such a cool time like to be doing that stuff making games you know like having a small studio and just you put in a game like doom that just changed the world in gaming mm-hmm. it's it's a cool book i definitely recommend it if you guys ever come across it that's awesome i'm looking it up now yeah. <laughs> I just wonder, like, when's the last time that something like this has been done? You know, a game that came out that changed everything. And I think back, and it's like, okay, Fortnite. Like, really? That's how far we've come? Okay. Yeah, right. Uh, I think of maybe No Man's Sky, a game that I hate with a passion, but I do acknowledge how uh, advantageous, like, you know, how much they really wanted that to work, and they, they made it work, but... A, a very small team creating something really special, um, I think is coming back in terms of yeah. gaming because, you know, the big studios want the same thing every freaking year, but I think it takes a small team of really unique individuals to say, you know what, this is our vision, this is what we want, and to do it no matter what. And back then, they had this vision, like, murder, all right, let's make it. And it affected the entire industry and changed it forever. So... It's incredible. It's truly incredible how far it's come and the impact that a few guys in the garage or wherever it was can make on an entire video game industry. Incredible. Yeah, I I agree with you there. Um, I just realized one one game we haven't mentioned is uh, Doom VFR. Oh, yeah, yeah, the VR one. Yeah, I've never... I have VR and... I never played it. I heard it was yeah, pretty I, I've decent. Yeah, I've and I own it, and I've never played it, <laughs> which is a crime, really. <laughs> well, get I on it have, right now. Yeah. Let's know how it is. Yeah, I just pop it I on when we're doing a podcast. Yeah. I don't have VR, but I have played it. No, it's like <laughs> how? It's <that's> amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I'm a demon, so. <laughs> I'm yeah. No, it's uh, yeah. No, it's, it's one of those oh, things where I was like, "Ah, oh, that that game's going to be perfect for VR," and it's to set my library. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine it's just like you just turning around and spinning a lot, and then just getting dizzy for no reason, <laughs> and trying to Most- kill things. And next thing you know, you take your VR headset off, you're choking your cat or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just motion sickness, the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah, I, I had enough of that. With uh, you ever played Phasmophobia? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was playing that in VR. I started getting a random nosebleed. I was like, oh, oh my I don't God. think this is healthy. <laughs> It's like, what is this yeah. game doing to me? They're like, I can't see out of my left eye. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> I'm still feeling in my right arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a stroke. This game caused just, me to have a stroke. It's just reality now. There's no virtual. It's just like you're gonna die. Yeah. The game. You're oh, gonna die. Geez. The game. Basically. 
That's that's the that's next it. one. That's going to be the next revolutionary <laughs> game. Is a game that literally will kill you when you play it. Yeah, I think cool. that was a movie too. Did you ever, yes. uh, Fear.com? Was that yes. the was that the one where it was the game and it was like it'll kill you? Such yeah. a bad movie. Great oh, soundtrack though. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Yeah. That's Doom. Yeah, Doom. That, Still love it. Yeah. That is indeed Doom. Uh, so right, so we'll wrap it up there, I guess. Um, for this week's Doom special, I have been Glenn. I've been Mike. I I've been and I still am Ryan. <laughs> uh, uh, take care, and you will hear from us soon. Bye. Boy. Boy. Boy.